Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash achieve today. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Down the block, Andrew Gunn. Inside for Elba. Elba will score. Elba will score. Welcome back to the Rugby League Guru Podcast. You remember a week or so ago, we had Lee Addison on the podcast. He's been a schoolboy prodigy coach for a long time. He's also worked in a couple of first grade systems with the Penrith Panthers and with the Manly Seagulls. He was with the Manly Seagulls and Desi Hasler in 2008 when they won the premiership in the centenary year of Rugby League. Pretty special stuff there. If you haven't listened to my interview with Lee Addison, it's a two-parter. We dropped it last week, so scroll back a couple of days and you can cop that. Listen, it is fantastic. I often speak about on this podcast that the reason why I came up with it is obviously for your guys' entertainment, but also so that I could expose myself to smarter rugby league brains than my own and grow my own uh, my own knowledge and whatnot. And Lee Addison, he definitely has a smarter rugby league brain than me. It was fantastic to pick his brain last week. And he promised me that he would name his 1-17 to 17 of best players he's ever coached as schoolboys. And he just finished dropping them on his Instagram, which is at Rugby League Coach. I highly advise you go and have a look at his gear or you have a look at his website, www.rugbyleaguecoach.com.au. Lee provides a fantastic program for young footballers, male and female, that are looking to to make it in rugby league. This is the coach that, you know, you'll probably never be able to get in contact with yourself, so this is the best way to go about it. I think it's fantastic what he's doing, especially during these crazy times of COVID or whatnot. He's got people worldwide that are taking his programs and improving out of sight. It is really impressive stuff. Without further ado, I'm going to bring you Lee Addison's best 1-17 to players that he's ever coached. Mate, speaking of the best that you've coached, is it time we get to your dream team? Mate, I'll just have to... I've forgotten some of the positions, so I'll have to um, go to my notes. Can you still hear me? Yeah, mate. Yeah, yeah, all good. To run through it? Yeah, uh, let, let's kick off with fullback. I'm sure we can all guess. I, I'm, I'm guessing Teddy takes the one there. Correct. What about your wingers, mate? Aldo Mulatalo and Dallin Martins Lesniak. Right, okay. Yeah, pretty handy footballers there. What about your centres? William Hopawati, Clint Gutherson. 
Mate, tell me about Hopper as a kid. I remember when he burst onto the scene, and, I mean, if I'm remembering correctly, it was around that manly 2010-2011 period. I'm going to say 2011. He he was unbelievable. Again, the the kid I remember was the kid in the Harold Matthews who was Mm. playing a year younger, having up. Old Walker at at Manly. You know the fella who leads a song at Manly when they win? Mm. The old fella. He said he's the best kid kid he's ever seen since Brad Fittler. Wow. William Hopawati. He was the best way of describing Williams. Do you remember the old rugby game you could get on the PlayStation? Um Jonah Lomu rugby. Yeah. Do I remember? And you and you and you used to get Jonah Lomu who could just palm everyone off. Yeah. Well well William was my Jonah Lomu. Freak day. Yeah, mate, um, I remember when he came in 2011, they they won that grand final. I think he set up that try for Glenn Stewart. And then I remember that that, that year he played Origin as well. He scored a cracking try there too. And he was, he, he was either the second youngest or the youngest ever to play Origin. Yeah. And people forget that. Now he's basically, I think he's just starting to come back into some of the form he used to have, you know. Like, it took him a while because he had his little break for his Mormon mission. But uh, I think, you know, he's just a quality footballer, mate. And again, the kind of player that... Um, kind of player that people want to play with and, and you can always rely on kind of thing, you know? So, um, Clinton Gutherson's my other centre. Tell me about Gutho as a kid, mate. I, I, you know, I've heard him talk about a lot that, you know, he learnt so much off Brett Stewart. And, I mean, he's such a young bloke now. He's already the captain of an NRL club. Incredibly impressive. Again, he, I had him at Harold Matthews as a 14-year-old. And he just didn't look out of place, mate. He's very, very slippery, very skillful. Um, and, again, a super popular fellow around the boys. I've got – I only coach these players for short times during rep circumstances but me six and seven and Mitchell Moses and James Lomax the English fella um Mitchell I had in an MCS team in 2012 and I just remember being pretty blown away with how how I think the best term to use is his poise he just looked like an old head on a on a field um it looked like the game came very comfortable to him again I feel he's a player that the newspapers are ruining a little bit by the pressure they apply to him. Um, and James Lomax not long ago enjoyed his testimonial in England and is very, very well respected over here in Australia, which I think is always the barometer. I think um love to have seen Lomax play in Australia, but he's been loyal to his hometown, St. Helens. And the good thing about Lomax is you can put him at any position. So you can put him at fullback, you can put him at 5'8", you can put him at seven. I dare say you could put him at hooker or lock. Um, and I coached him in a rep system in England and he'd actually not previously, previously a few weeks earlier, he'd fractured his skull. Wow. And it, and he was there on this camp. It was repaired, but for many that would have been the end of it, wouldn't it? Um, for him, it was just a start. Uh, my props as a fella called Luke can I, Tavalu. Can I just pull you up for a second, just yeah, on Lomax for um for the listeners and potentially for an interviewer that hasn't seen much of Lomax? If you had to compare him to a NRL player in the game right now, who would it be? Ricky one. Um, <laughs> off the top maybe, of my maybe, head, maybe what the, the the fella at Canberra with a double barrel surname? What's his name? Charles Nickel Clockstead. Yeah, he's got a bit of that in him. Okay. Yeah, right. Um, have you seen much of him? 
of Lil Max. Oh, I haven't. No, mate. That, that's what I was saying before. I'm sure a lot of my listeners haven't, but I'd, I've heard the name, but I haven't seen much of him, to be honest with you. Um, By much, I mean I've seen none of him. He's, a, he's maybe them 5'8 wise, a bit of a Brayton Aster, maybe. Brayton Aster, like, um, yeah, that's a hard question, that, because he's like a nuggety, he can do anything kind of player. Sounds like a footballer to me. Yeah, I'll probably remember it about, I'll probably think of something about midnight tonight. <laughs> Texture. That's a tough one, mate. Um, who, who could he compare him to? Just a genuine, he's, like, he's a very British sort of footballer. <laughs> like, he's throws himself into everything, can run lines, good pass for the football, good vision, defender, you know. Mm. All right, but before we dive into your front row, can I ask you, how old was Mitch Moses when you coached him? 18, 17. Okay, wow. Yeah, right. Just just in a rep system. Um, again, destined for big things and knew it, but again, fond memories of him as a kid. Um, I'll be honest, I don't think I've spoken to him since then. But... Um, yeah, just it was a good, you know. It was. I had a team there, and we got to the final, and we just blitzed it because I had players like him in the in the team. He just he controlled things well. Um, been mishandled a bit over the years. I think that's why he's not yeah not playing as well as some people think he should. Okay, tell me about your front rowers in the engine room. Right. Well, don't forget because I'm a relatively young coach. I've got some relatively young players. Um, there's a fellow called Lupe Tavalo in the front row. You will hear of him very soon because he's just signed a two-year contract with a Melbourne Storm. He was with the Roosters. He was on the fringe of first grade. He's now gone to the Storm. And I know about the Storm, the way they recruit. They will have gone through several hoops to study him and his background and all that kind of thing. So looking forward to seeing what Craig Bellamy can do with him. I had him at Ipswich State High School. The hooker, found, I found at hooker, not probably not had you know, again, a, a legacy of the game is that you end up with a lot of players who end up being halves and then being pushed into hooker because you've got too many halves kind mm. of thing. So the hooker I've gone for is a fella called Brad Dietz. plays in the lower grades in Sydney. He's playing for the Bears at the moment. He's very talented. There you go. Now, again, I would have expected him to have been playing NRL by now. don't know why he's not there. I think the reason Sam Verrill's at the moment, I think it's going to be really interesting to see how the Roosters handle this. I mean, you've got you've got Jake Friend, who's obviously coming to the end of his career. You've got Sammy Verrills. I mean, you've got Dietz coming through. I'm, it'll be It's going to be an interesting watch for me because I, I, I think he should have played first grade by now too. I just I just found him a real quality hooker, mate. Yeah. Um, I, I, he was in that same rep side as, as Moses. So I only had a bit to do with him, but the game just came. So if you imagine a rep side, I've got Dietz and Moses, nine and seven. You can understand why they did so well in that game, um, in that tournament, sorry. My other prop is Oliver Clark from West Tigers. Yeah. Another one Another one. I think you're going to see his best years ahead of him. Great honest kid, a worker, quiet and humble, Um. Keeps chipping away, keeps chipping away. High work rate, big body, getting better as he gets older. And I think um, it was a toss-up between him, Matt Lodge, Alex Twal was somebody who made my bench, right? Um, my back row, Stimson, Joe Stimson from the Bulldogs, yep. formerly in Melbourne. Adam Elliott of the Bulldogs. I've shoved Adam into the second row, even though I think he's a lock. 
because I've got Jake Trebojevic at lock. Yep, hard to so leave Jakey out. I've got I've got Stimson and Elliot in the second row. They both were me at St. Greg's. And Trebojevic, I actually had him at Manly um, for a year. Mate, tell me about Adam Elliott. Like, I, I, I think now we're coming into a new age where the lock forward position is really starting uh, to move back to a, a link man, a, a, another ball player. And Adam Elliott, I'll be honest with you, I didn't think he was all that much for the last few years. But last year, until he got injured, he just took his game to another level and he seems to be becoming a real leader at Canterbury. Tell me about him as a young bloke. So he was signed when he arrived at the St. Greg's School. He'd already been signed by the Bulldogs for four years, something like that. They loved him, right? <clears throat> it was one of them that was the best player on the rugby league field, then in the summer he'd score a century for the cricket team. He was one of those. Yeah. I hate those blokes. Again, and lovely kid, um, top kid. You'll know all the community work he's done since he's been an NRL player. He pushes a lot for autism awareness too because of his brother. And just a real solid country boy. Always kept in touch. Legend of a bloke. Um, very happy when he signed with the dogs because he's the kind of person that would benefit from being at one club forever. If he didn't sign for the dogs, I wanted him to go somewhere like the Roosters or the Storm. To a or whatever. You know, I wanted him to go to a well-known system because I think what you're going to get with Adam Elliott they'll be talking about him in the same breath as a John Jackson, uh, a Josh Jackson and that kind of thing. Um, real solid footballer who can play football too. Um, he's got a passing game. He's got vision. He can actually kick. But I remember sometimes when kids are coming through the grades, even, you know, when they're a kid, they might show all these skills, but when they get into the top grade, they're playing with all the other players that were the best players in their grades too. So they end up just playing a bit of a bit part role. So Ronaldo, going back to Ronaldo Mortalo, for example, on the wing now, I'm telling you now, Ronaldo's best position is lock. Eventually, when the time comes, he'll get a crack at lock. And that's when his career will go to another level. Um, he's, a, he's a pup, he's a baby, so he's on the wing. Um, and I think Adam Elliott is now coming into that phase of, career, of his career where he's the senior player at, at the Dogs now. Mm. And you, you watch him grow watch him grow as long as he stays injury free the big lummox like he he keeps picking up injuries the poor fella like um, but again you look at his Instagram and his Facebook and he's always training or the rugby league he just loves it he just loves it um, I'd always ask about him my dad got on really well with him when he came over kind of thing so that's the kind of fella he is Joe Stimson another one I mean even though he's got family history in the game and a lot of people get critical of that, or oh, he's only there because of his dad. Bish, like, Joe, I used to call Joe the drill. He used to drill holes in the opposition. He, he runs such a nice line. He's another really good footballer. Um, just wonder why he's left the storm and gone to the dogs. That's my biggest worry with him, mate. That's what I've always, yeah, yeah. Had a question mark over him. Um, that makes me worry, but, yeah, I'm a massive fan of the drill. And uh, Jake Chaboyevich, I mean. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. 
In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash achieve today. What a lovely fella. <laughs> like when, when you see him on the telly, he just looks like the, the big football geek that's playing football. But on the field, he turns into an animal, doesn't he? So, uh, yeah, great kid. All right, who gets a spot on the pine? Uh, the bench is Terrell Fuimono. Yep. Twal. Uh, a kid called Austin Bernard, who was at Ipswich State High for me. You won't know him. He's now a rapper in New Zealand. Um, but he got signed by the Storm as a young kid. But he's tiny. He makes Billy Slater look tall. And... Phil Sammy is on the bench as well. Had him at Ipswich State High. Can I ask you, mate? The first man you named on on the bench, Tyrell. Um, what do you, what do you see as his best position? I, I kind of feel like his career is one of those guys. He's starting to get a little bit derailed by being so versatile. Yeah, for sure. Um, thinking back to him as a kid, he's the kind of player that if you had a hole in the centre, if somebody was injured, you could stick Tyrell in there and pull it off. Chris Flannery syndrome. Um, yeah. Um, he's moved clubs a bit already, hasn't he? Yep. Yeah, he's bounced around. So he's one of them who's going to make a good living out of the game because you'll, you'll always get a contract somewhere. Yeah. Um, he's got to he's got to play in a team. I think that goes close to winning a comp for for you to for people to really because he's got a bit of the Brett Stewart about him, you know, Glenn Stewart. Sorry, he's got a bit of the Glenn Stewart about him. He's got football. He can run lines. The difference, difference is he's more of an athlete than, than Glenn ever was. But he can play football, Terrell. Runs great lines. Tenacious in defence. Reliable. And has never, ever lost sight of the fact that he grew up in a certain area of Western Sydney with nothing and he's there to provide for his family. So yeah, He's a guy that I seriously worry his career is going to be completely butchered by coaches not working out if he's a second rower or a centre, though. If you had to pick his best position, where, where are you playing him? Row. Yeah. Back row because of his work ethic. Um, to me, a centre has to be an out-centre. You, you only put him in the centre when you... You only put somebody there like Terrell in the centre when you're trying to block a defensive hole or something like that. Um Definitely about rower, mate. Definitely. And mate, who, who was the last guy you had on the bench? Who who, who was number seventeen? Sammy. Phil Sammy. Now, mate, Phil Sammy for me. I mean, at the start of this season when AJ Brimson was out and he was playing fullback, I mean, I couldn't believe the impact he was having. He was sensational. Yeah, he went viral, didn't he? Because he did that step on two of Arsashek. Yep. Um, if you know Phil Sammy, that's not a shock to you at all. You know. Um. And the thing that Phil's got to get round his, his his head is he's got to get he's going to get setbacks and he's got to bounce back from them. So, for example, he didn't play Origin three. The thing with Phil, he probably just let that go over his head and just keep going on. <laughs> like, um, but he, he's very laid back, and he didn't play for the last couple of rounds of the Titans season as well. Talent wise, mate. I mean, he's a player that I've heard the crowd gasp at schoolboy games and junior rep games when he's had somebody right in front of them, front of him, and he's just stood a couple of steps and broke the ankles of the player that was trying to tackle him. You know, his ability to 
step somebody who stood right in front of them is is up there. And he's got a palm as well. He had a bit of the Malman Ingers about him when he was a kid, just wasn't as big. When he's at fullback, he's a great support player, mate. So personally, you've got to get Philip Sammy in a position where he has a little bit less thinking to do about defence. Clint, so somewhere like fullback. See, that depends on who else is at your club as well. But as a fullback, he's one of the most natural I've seen as a kid, just turning up in support and finishing tries off. And mate, I, I remember a game. I think it was 2019 when he ran down Josh Adokar. Like he, he's got That's some right, wheels yeah. on him. Yeah, he's fast. So he's fast, he's elusive, and all that. But you know, he just he's got to learn. He's got to learn how to be 10 year, 12 year professional. Phil, I think the the thing, the way he plays, he just looks like he's played forever because he's so nonchalant. But he's got to learn how to take his game to the next level. I think, and hopefully, he will. He's a great kid too. Lee, I'm going to put you on the spot here, mate. Um, give me one back and one forward. The the blokes that were hardest to leave out of your 17. Um, well, I actually came up with a bench spot because give those guys a a shout because just left. You know, I've put Phil Sammy, a guy who played Origin, on the bench. Now, the other one, Matthew Lodge isn't in the team. Harry Syker isn't in the team. That is just because I, I went, I sort of looked at the time I'd spent with them as well. So if, you know, Matthew Lodge has probably had a better NRL career so far than Oliver Clark. Yeah, Oliver Clark, I think his best years are ahead of him too as well. Matthew Lodge has had a bit of a turbulent time. Just uh, Oliver Clark, you very coachable and very, you could mould him into what you want, he kind of thing. Um, and also the other thing is there's been names coming to me since then. I thought maybe they should have got in. Fella called fella called Dean Britt. Yep. Um, I had him at St. Gregory's. I probably just didn't have him in the team enough. He had a few injuries back then, so I probably didn't um, see the best of him. I put a bit of weight on what I see them do as well. Um, there's also been uh, – the big story is, mate, there's been so many great players <clears throat> that just don't make it because they don't get picked up or – they're just lacking that work ethic or whatever. That's the other thing. Um, and this is a sad thing. And I don't know how many kids listen to your podcast, mate, who want to be players. But, you know, it's, it's all well and good me naming a team, the best 17 I've coached. I could I could name, I could I could line them all up and they go the length of a football field or two. The ones who've done well, the ones who've made it, made a career that I've coached. I'll tell you what, mate, the ones that haven't made a career, the ones that didn't get picked up or, did the right things when they were, have blown their careers, whatever it may be, with, you know, relationship choices, alcohol, all that kind of thing. That list would be from Sydney to Brisbane. Um, and if you've got any juniors listening, mate, like the big difference is desire, hunger, commitment, and and discipline and, and, and making it in the game isn't a sometime thing, it's a it's an all time thing. It's a it's an everyday thing. You you can't be disciplined for three months of the year and then Relax for nine months and hope to make it to the top. You've you've got to be, you've got to keep chipping away at it all the time. And <clears throat> because of the industry I'm in, mate, as a teacher and a culture, that's one of the sides of it that gets you down a bit. The amount of players you see who come through with with so much talent who just haven't got it together in other parts of their lives. Mate, if I had to ask you to, uh, if you're comfortable doing it, I'm just interested. Who who's the one player for you that? 
is the number one guy that stands out for you when, when you think about guys that you're upset that they didn't make it for one reason or another? The kid who I put on my bench, Austin Bernard. Yeah. Um, simply one of the best players I've ever coached. What position and was he, mate? He, well, he was tiny. Yeah. And he came to me as a hooker or a half. Played him as a lock. I brought him off the bench after 15, 20 minutes. There's two players in my coaching career I've said, do what the hell you want on the field and attack. One of them was James Tedesco, the other one was Austin Bernard. And he was tiny, mate. He was probably, you know, he still is, you know, but, you know, he'd be five foot four, five foot five. But I've seen him tear up defences. Probably the toughest under 18s comp in the world, the, the Super Sticks up here in Brisbane. The Kibra defence, the Wavell defence that had players that went on played NRL and Origin and scored two or three tries in the game. It's a, elusiveness and all that and the NRL has gone down a path where they used to they used to select players and try and make them athletes now they select athletes and try and make them players yeah if you if you're judging athletes you'd have never have picked Cooper Cronk you'd never have picked Cameron Smith never have picked Ben Stewart they're obsessed with size mate and I, I, it just infuriates me this obsession with size I can probably list a few players, mate, at Ipswich State High that I had in that five years. Because we finished second in Super 6 for three years in succession. Like We were up there. And there's two of the years that we finished second. Kibra won the national title. So we were second to Kibra. And sorry, there's some players there that, you know, it's not just all down to coaching, mate. It's about the culmination that we talked about from Des, but it's also what the players got inside them. There's a few players I can name. Um, it, that's just the one sad thing about about the game. The reality is, somebody like me who's involved in teaching, I try and make sure they've got things around them in their life too. I don't think a kid who's had a crack at NRL, played a bit of twenties or whatever, and then got a nice job, got a nice family, and playing state league or A grade in a local comp, I don't think that's failure. I think that's actually quite a good life for some for some people. And we do put a bit of, un- of 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 serious pressure on players to make it, but um, but yeah, that Austin Bernard would be the player that I think the clubs are crazy. I mean, I, I'm an experienced coach, mate. I've coached at virtually every level of the game. I need to say to a player, do what the hell you want in attack. My reputation's riding on that. <laughs> it says a lot about what that fella can do. He wasn't a great defender, but I used to hide him in the defensive line. So, yeah. Wow. yeah. Yep. Mate, and he's still, he, he could still make it, mate. He's only 21, something like that. So, My last question before I let you go, what's the future for Lee Addison? Do you, do you see yourself getting out of the schoolboy system? Do you, is, is there any, you know, do, do you see any future in NRL coaching? What, 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 what's on the cards? I think when it comes to things like NRL coaching and all that kind of thing, that's that's out of my hands. A bit of a boys' club, the old NRL, and they like to pick coaches who've never coached before and only played two hundred NRL games, you know, and use that as a qualification. So, of course, I'd love to coach at whatever level. That that's still there. But a couple of years ago, I made decisions with regards to my business that I was going to take that that pathway as well. So in the schoolboy game for as long as I can. I love I love helping people. I love the kids at school and, and making a difference to their lives. 
but the business is going well, mate, too. In 2021, I'm taking it on the road. So we're doing um, aim higher courses. So we're doing six-week blocks where we take players and teach them lifestyle things and um, nutrition and recovery and flexibility and also put them through a six-week training program as well. Of all, all you know, just like any preseason, I would do a, a, a rep system or whatever. And I want to. What I want to do with that is take that, take that around Australia and around the world. So, mate, I'm really focused as well on the online world and, and doing that as well. And mate, of course, one last plug before I let you go. Of course, rugbyleaguecoach.com.au. Uh, there's your business on Instagram at rugbyleaguecoach. Mate, a pretty unique opportunity for you know young blokes that are young young men or, or women realistically to uh, you know find their way and find someone to be able to to guide them through. I know myself, you know my my little brother's going through the system, and God, it's a tough gig to get through. It is a tough gig to get through, and it's also a bit of a meat market. Like it's it's ruthless. Yeah, and you know it's. I always say to my players that. They leave school I'm still always there I'm still always there on the end of the phone like but school's pretty good because you can mess up a bit and they've always got that support um, the reality is if your brother doesn't quite cut it one year he's going to get cut isn't it that's just the way it is and the, oh, mate, the, too, the reality of it is nowadays if, if he doesn't go good for six weeks it can be over like it's it comes so much down right. to timing that's it's right. unbelievable another thing too is even in Australia mate we're not very good at covering the whole area Yep. There's kids out in the bush who don't get proper coaching opportunities. So I'm trying to reverse engineer that and bring the coaching to whoever wants it. I oh, mate, it's a genius idea. And I, if there's ever anything I can do to help out using my platform or whatever, mate, just reach out. And don't forget, I'm head of performance of Spain too. I need to get them to a World Cup. That's another thing that, that's on my agenda. I forgot to mention it earlier. I'll get told off by the CEO. Mate, you're like a rugby league atlas over there. <laughs> you take care, mate. Thank you, mate. I appreciate your time, and um, I guess I'll talk to you soon then. Good, mate. Look after yourself. Thanks, Thanks Legend. Talk to you soon. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here, and it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt-free. Hello Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan-crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. 